Welcome to the Power Women in Insurance Show with your host, Teresa Kitchens. Join us as we laugh, talk about hard issues, support each other, and make our industry and our world a better place. Let's go. Carrie Reynolds is joining us today on the Power Women in Insurance podcast. So, Carrie, hello. Hello. Thank you so much for inviting me. I am so oh. grateful. Girl, I am so excited. You are one of the favorite people that I met recently at the Innovation 2020. And uh, we both uh, shared the stage. And I just, that's one of the things I just walked away going, oh my gosh, I love her. Oh my God. Hey, you're so kind. Thank you. So I'm so excited about that. So Carrie, part of this podcast is we want to get to know you as a person, as a woman, as an insurance agency owner, as an insurance mogul, if you will, because you are amazing. And whenever I talk about to other people about women that have made an impact in their uh, agency journey specifically, your name always comes up because I know you are so open and you're so uh, friendly and you share so freely. So I'm really excited to have you on today because I know that the listeners are really, really interested in your journey and how you've been able to grow. And I think it's going to be a great conversation. So you ready to get started? Absolutely. All right. Well, Carrie, tell us, tell us how about your insurance journey? How did you get an insurance? How long have you been in insurance? And tell me, tell me how you kind of established yourself. Okay. So the story is probably not unlike many others because when you have a career day in elementary school, <laughs> you never have the insurance agent come into the right. room. So you're not like all gung ho. I want to be an insurance agent. It never happened. It just doesn't happen that way. There's probably one person in a thousand exactly um, how it is. So I grew up in the industry. Again, that's a, that's a lot like many others. It seems to be one of the industries where it's very family. Uh, oriented, their family type of business. Yeah. So my dad actually started in the industry in 1971 selling life insurance. Oh, wow. So, I, and then he went to a property and casualty agency and then he opened his own agency uh, 30 years ago. So I've grown up with it. I worked in the office when I was in school. Um, I went off to college and the funniest thing about this is that you know, after college, you're supposed to have a, a career path, right? That's the idea. That's why the parents send you to college. That's, why they send That's what you they think they money. paid for, right? <laughs> well, so I graduated from college in May of 96. In April of 96, I called my dad at the office, at the agency, and I was bawling on the phone. And he said, he goes, Carrie, and you have to know my dad, he's very soothing and relaxing. He's got that voice that he's like, okay, let's just take it down a notch. Let's just talk about this. And I was like, and I was hysterical. I don't have a job. I don't know what I want to do. And it, I, I'll just never forget that. It's a lot of pressure. Yeah. I just, I caved. I cracked. I just, I had had some interviews with like big banks in Cincinnati and it just, I wasn't feeling it. You know, it just yeah. didn't seem like me. And he said, okay, Carrie, calm down, quit crying. He goes, let's do this. He says, you come to the office and you work for me. He says, uh, he said, great grammar, right? He said, you do that, you will get experience. So even if it's not a fit for you, you would have it to put on your resume. And oh, yeah. he said, if it is for you, then great. Because he never once... 
hinted that he wanted me to come to the agency. He never pressured me. He was not like that. Um, and the amazing thing is almost 24 years later, here I am. You know? <laughs> so it's just, it's it so I joke you. with him from time to time. Uh, he's part, he's semi-retired, but he's still here a couple days a week doing Medicare supplement. And so every once in a while I'll look at him and I'll go, I guess it worked out. <laughs> and he starts chuckling. Yeah. So, uh, so I started, of course, as an employee. And then I stayed an employee for, uh, employee for a long time. And then we had that, that discussion about, uh, you know, a succession plan. Mm. So he said, how about we become partners? And I thought, okay. I mean, I, I guess I was so ignorant. I, I don't know. I, I just, <laughs> Yeah, no joke. It was dad. And I'm like, this just seems like the natural thing to do. It just seemed yeah. like the next step. Yeah. So I went ahead and um, we drew up, you know, we formed a new entity and drew up all the agreements, you know, attorneys got involved, blah, blah, blah. And uh, I think that was in 2003, if I'm not mistaken. And then just last year, due to some other issues, um, I became a full owner. So it's all me now. Wow. And, and that was just, just, almost now, gosh, now a year ago, now that I think about it. Uh, so that's been the journey. And it's hard to believe that it's been almost 24. I just, I tell people I started when I was five, but they don't <laughs> often believe me. <laughs> but well, you, only, you only look like you're uh, 26, 27. Uh, so, you, you know, you five can, okay, thing so would we work. Can do this, we can do this anytime if you talk <laughs> like that. But, uh, but that so that's tell like, me if you need a boost. That, that's the journey. That is the journey, right. although it's condensed in just a couple of minutes. That's literally the progression uh, that I took. That is super cool. And I do agree with you. I think a lot of people are a part of family lineage or family experiences. Because I know like my dad was, uh, he were, was a stockbroker at Power, uh, Blunt Ellis and Lowy back in Iowa, back when I was a child. He came, we came to Dallas and I know he did life insurance and he was with AAA and then he went into Allstate. So he didn't, like, I didn't inherit an agency, but my mom actually worked at State Farm for 23 years as a claims secretary. Yeah. So, I mean, you know, even though I, would, I didn't come from the agency side, I mean, I agree with you. I think there are so many of us that start somehow, some way in the insurance industry. So that's awesome. So, so Carrie, if you were to talk to an agency, either owner, somebody trying to get into the insurance industry, and you wanted to talk about kind of what you feel like your, your, to coin a, a, a term, a superpower, your strength, your awesomeness, what do you feel like you bring to your agency, to your community, and or that you feel like you can speak really powerfully to that is kind of your, your center of influence for you being able to be so successful? So I'm a storyteller. And I think that is definitely my superpower. I, I developed telling stories via um, blogging. That's my claim to fame, if you will, but I'm a writer. And so over the past 10 years or so, I've really worked on that skill. And whether it's writing or speaking to groups, as an example, what I always say the superpower is, it's being able to tell a story about a complicated concept like insurance, okay? Right. We talk about that but you talk about it in a way that the person on the other side of the table, who's not in your industry, totally gets it. And because that's to hard. me, that is the ultimate mm -hmm. reward. When I am able to talk to somebody about something that is often very 
hard to understand or technical or, or, or maybe just kind of out there. Uh, if I can, if, if I can see that little light bulb, I call them light bulb moments. Mm -hmm. I can see that light bulb go off. There is no better feeling to me in this world than that. Awesome. I can, I can see that recognition. I can see that realization on their face and they're like, I understand that. I get that. Yeah. That's very, that's very gratifying to me. And so whether it's about talking about insurance or if I talk about blogging or marketing or whatever, if I'm able to just translate that to somebody and, and we get that little energy thing going and there's that exchange, that is it. That's my jam. Yeah. I've just figured that out. That's really, I think that's really what I excel in. I think it's awesome. There's like an adrenaline with that, you know, there's just, cause you feel that connection, I think. And, and, you know, and I think, and I was, <laughs> you're going to laugh. I was in the ladies bathroom uh, yesterday and this lady in our office who her, she and her husband have a, have a wood floor. Like they do have a flooring company. Right. And um, we were talking and she mentioned something about insurance cause she knows I'm in insurance. And I kind of ended up getting in this really weird conversation in the middle of the ladies bathroom about loss ratios. And, and you know, and if you, and if you have a homeowner's policy worth this much and you in the state of Texas, if you have a roof every 10 years, how much do you think, you know, and it was so funny cause she just sat there in the middle of the ladies restroom in front of the sink and she just goes, huh, I never thought of it that way. So, so with the storytelling comes the educational component. Yes. So the two pieces really go together. When I can combine those two pieces, that is, like you just said, that is extraordinarily gratifying. I mean, it just Absolutely. is. There's just nothing like it, it in is. my opinion. Yeah. Yeah. yeah no, I, mean, I that's completely. That's why I still get up every day and come here. Right. It's because what gets you out of the morning. Squeeze those few moments, then I'm like, that was a good day. That was a good day. That is, that is, and I think, and I think when you miss some of those connections, sometimes it can create a negative day, you know, or that's when you go home and you're like, oh man, you know, because you just weren't able to make that, that understanding or that connection. And so I know how important that is, is because it, it is, it's such a key point to being able to make sure that we build that relationship with our clients, that we build the, the value in our agency, you know, and that we are able to connect with our carriers and our carrier reps too, because they want to know what we're doing in our agency and how we're going to accomplish our goals and, and what that means for them. And a lot of that is part of that story. Yep, absolutely. It's critical. Yeah. So what do you feel like has been your biggest accomplishment with being able to take over the agency and be able to be able to flourish inside of this insurance space? What do you feel like your biggest, your biggest accomplishment, your most proud thing um, is that you, that you have right now for where you are? It might, it might change next year, but what do you feel like is your biggest accomplishment at this point in your career? Okay, so we have to take 20, almost 24 years and condense that. That's rough. Um, right. Well, because I've done some things that are insurance related, but they're not in there. Okay, so if you want to talk about strictly about the agency, let's just talk about the agency, not some of okay. the other things. Right. Um, I mean, we can talk about those other things later, but we'll talk about the agency first. I think my biggest accomplishment, the transition from employee to, to leader of the organization, because... Mm. When you inherit employees, which is what happens, right? Because dad hired all these people way back in the day. Now, suddenly I am kind of just waltzing into that position, which is somewhat of the, that's the perception. Perception is everything, right? Perception yep. is reality to most people. Being able to navigate that and still maintain some semblance of sanity 
is extraordinarily important. That being said, that that's probably my biggest challenge too. Okay. So let's mm -hmm. talk about that because there was a feeling of one time of, you know, why should we respect you? Why should we listen to you? you didn't build this business. You didn't. Ooh, buddy, that was fun. Um, <laughs> oh no, it wasn't. No, I cannot so, even imagine that so that would have been even near fun. Uh, not even close. So to build off of that, when those people left, I was finally right people in the right seats. And that's only happened in the last couple of years. So let's go to the accomplishment piece. Finally, I got the staff that I needed to do the things that we needed to do. And the only way I did that is by finally getting serious about hiring and creating a full-blown process that, that absolutely worked 100%. And I truly believe in it to the bottom of my heart. So what do you think, what is so successful about that, about that process though, that you were able well, to Well, I actually have one. I guess that's part of it. Right. I mean, right before it was really very haphazard, but, but the process I have in place is very step one, step two, step three. And I also use Omnia, not that I'm getting paid to say this, but I truly mm -hmm. believe in their assessments. They are spot on, scary, amazing. Um, and wow. then I take those assessments and then I, they match it up to the job description because I have a very detailed job description. So I, I have a very kind of in your face job posting that, you know, here's what we want. Here's what we don't want. Here's right. what you're going to be doing. It's very specific. I match all that stuff up. And, and it's just, it's been a beautiful experiment. Because I'll tell you what, for several years, it was a drag. Right. It was a drag being here. I'm not even joking with you because I wanted to move forward and do a lot of things. And I was just absolutely unable to because people just dug their heels in. So right. through the natural process of some attrition, you know, some retirement, some you know, let's, we're going to go elsewhere, blah, blah, blah. That has been my biggest accomplishment. Finally getting the people that can help me be achieved yeah. and have some fun in the process. Yeah. You know? Cause the work here is hard. It is. It, it's very hard and it can be stressful and you got to have the right team in place. And so I guess as a leader, that's really been the thing I've been most proud of. And that's just been in the last two years. I think so, that's fabulous. So do you, so it was just kind of a natural attrition type situation with your team? Some of it was. Yeah, some, some of it was. And some of it wasn't. But it's fine because the right people weren't in the right seats. Right. So I'm right. okay with that. You know what so I mean? Did you go back to the people that were already with you and give them that assessment as well to make sure that you kind of understood what they, their personality or if they were in the right place? There was, or no, need. Kind of, there was no need. Once everybody, right. every, once everybody started to go off to whatever they were going to do, I right. started from scratch with the new people I was going to hire. That's how that worked out. So, okay. so there, was, there was no need to go back and tell me what I already knew. <laughs> right. I'm not going to pay for that, right? Because it's not free. Um, right. But so that's, that's honestly, my, that has honestly been my biggest accomplishment. Well, you know, hiring is one of the things that people have the hardest time figuring out is hiring solid staff True. that's going to be, True. that's going to ROI, you know, that's going to be, you know, serious it. participants that are going to be coachable, that are going to be able to grow, that are going to be able to be long-term, you know, viable, you know, 
people that you want to work with in the agency. And that's, that's super hard. So congratulations to you. Cause that's, that's a true, that is a true accomplishment. It was, it was years of pain, years, years of pain. And finally, I, I guess you have to just decide to get serious about it. However, to that point, I am grateful that I have so many people in this industry that I can reach out to. Mm. There have been a handful of people that I'm like, okay, tell me, tell me what you're doing. Tell me what you're doing. Give me some guidance here. And I kind of cobble together things based off of all of what they're doing. So I wouldn't, I would have probably never gotten to that point if I hadn't reached out for help. And yeah. like I said, over many, many, a lot of good networks and a lot of friendships and a lot of respected colleagues that I am able to uh, reach out to. And I, I couldn't be more grateful about that. It has been tremendously helpful to me. So. Well, it's, it is important to be able to reach out. We're not, we're not an Island, you know, nope. and I think, nope. I think so many people think that if we reach out, we're somehow weak. And um, especially as women, I think sometimes, yeah. and this is such a male dominated industry to a large degree. And, you know, to be able to ask for help, sometimes we think that it makes us look weak and it doesn't at all. In fact, it makes us look strong and it builds relationships. And then we can figure out what we have to offer on the other side of that conversation. Cause there's a lot of things maybe that they're not strong with right. that they want to be able to get information about, Oh, well, I'll help you with this process that I'm awesome at, but Hey, I know that you're really awesome over here you know, or you have a gift for something. And that is so important that people have to be able to reach out because insurance is such a huge industry and it's so complex and there's so many different aspects of it and so many people niche in certain areas or so many people, you know, need to accomplish this this year that they didn't need to accomplish last year. And it's such a, a morphing. And then, you know, the carriers are constantly changing and, Oh, it's just crazy. It makes you want to drink heavily at times. <laughs> you know what? I have to say there's been one or two days. Out because people will expect me to say that. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shoot. I love it. I love it. I will say that there are certain people that I know of in the industry that do keep like a bottle of wine or a bottle of something, something, on, you know, in their uh, desk drawer. <laughs> uh, you know what? As long as you're not stupid about it, whatever gets you through the day, I suppose. Whatever it takes. But, exactly. But, exactly. I do think that, that reaching out is one of those keys to success that people can really branch into and really embrace, especially because you and I are part of IAOA, right? The Independent Insurance Agents Owners right. Alliance Group. And of course, yeah. this, this Power Women in Insurance isn't just about agency owners, but I do know also that there's a lot of organizations and there's a lot of conferences and there's a lot of Facebook groups for people that are not necessarily owners, right. but you know, like producers or marketing people or automation. And there's so many different groups out there, not to mention, that's just Facebook, not to mention the, right. the, the, the communities or the professional organizations. Mm -hmm. So I do hope that people reach on out, but what would you say, um, the community is huge, but what else would you say would be one of your primary keys to your success for being able to really accomplish all the things that you've been able to accomplish? Hello, loyal listeners. Hey, are you a local agent struggling to find markets for your client? Maybe you, maybe not. Look no further than Nation Brokerage Solutions. With over 200 carriers, their comprehensive options give you what you need for your customers' ever-changing needs. With NBS, as they say it in the cool world, you can confidently offer a wide range of options to better support your customers and grow your business, a.k.a. agency. 
Don't settle for less. Do more with MBS. For more information about nationwide brokerage solutions, visit nbsbrokerage.com. Cast certified. Oh, that's a great question. Um, but you can kind of say, like, for people coming up behind, you know, that maybe people establishing themselves in the insurance industry or as an owner, as an agency owner, oh, okay. what okay. would you feel that would be one of your big keys to success in that arena? So I guess my advice, uh, I, I don't know, maybe it's kind of simple, but I'm, a, I'm actually a simple person. <laughs> what you, I guess in order to be successful, I think you have to have a vision of what you want to accomplish. Mm. And I think the other thing is, is you're going to have to be patient about some things. You're actually going to have to do the work. Okay. There, there are no shortcuts in this industry. I'm not even yeah. joking with you. And you, you got to dig your heels in. You've got to be big headed determined and you got to dig your heels in. You got to have your eyes on the prize and you got to do it. There is no substitute. And I think, I think a lot of people, think that that you can get around that and I just don't believe that to be true I've like I said it's been almost 24 years uh I yeah. mean if we want to go back to the the blogging example I know I mean I write about insurance so it kind of goes together but it's taken me it I've written for 10 years going on 11 it took me probably finally eight years of writing probably once a week once every two weeks a blog post to finally get some numbers and I'm like, people are seeing this. Wow. Okay. Finally. But it, it, people are like, why didn't you give up doing? Nobody else was doing this. And I knew I needed to write. And I love to write. And it was, it was within me. Yeah. So I think you have to have the exact same, um, uh, determination. It, I mean, you just, you know, head down, boom, forward. You just got to do it. Yeah. And there's no shortcut for hard work. There just isn't. Mm. And, and I think sometimes people, you know, especially in our, the society that I see nowadays, because I have a I have younger kids, um, I, I see that, you know, they're, they're looking for these ways around getting, doing things. Right. I just see this and, you know, we're, we're such an on-demand society. We expect it right now, right now, right now, right now. Yep. And it's not going to happen. You know, unless you do something crazy, like you go, by a book of business or I mean but for the most part most of us people it's just it's just flat out hard work yeah you know I don't know what else to say about it you well, know, the insurance I think down. what do they do they say that you starve for the first like three to five years something like that and after that you know you're you're solid generally but people don't people don't want to get through that building of the the structure inside of that organization inside of you know finding their niche trying to be able to figure out what they're doing you know it, it is it's a lot of hard work and today actually um i just actually for this for this um this uh, community i actually decided to start up a uh, instagram page so it's power women and in insurance if you're on instagram but today i was i was driving by i was getting my my morning diet dr pepper that's what i do i don't drink coffee or anything so i get a morning diet dr pepper <laughs> And, um, and I was right across the street from McDonald or from the uh, Walmart that I used to work at in high school. Oh, and, okay. um, and it's, it's kind of abandoned and shut down now. But anyway, I ended up, I got a phone call and I wanted to pull over and be really focused on the phone call. Yeah. So I pulled over into the parking lot and it just really dawned on me how many times I had parked in that parking lot. And here I am working as a professional, as an adult, you know, down the street from this location. Mm -hmm. 
And, and I just, and I just, I got online and I was just like, you know, the word for today is tenacity because yeah. I think in this industry, we have to have tenacity, you know, and if you ever heard that term, it's how do you eat an elephant? And it's one bite at a time. You just have to take that bite and chew on it and move on to the next one, you know, and rather than getting so overwhelmed by the elephant yeah. that we don't get the ability to enjoy the journey along the way. And, um, you know, I, I tend to be so focused on my goals that sometimes I don't give myself credit for all the things that I've accomplished either to be able to love the joy of accomplishing those goals, you know, and I think that's really, really important. It's the tenaciousness, it's the, the celebration. And it's, it, like you said, it's sticking with it, man. And it's digging deep. Absolutely. Absolutely. That's awesome. That's awesome. So what do you do to keep yourself up? What do you do to keep yourself up emotionally? Uh, <laughs> okay. So, uh, I read okay. and I try to read, uh, I read a variety of business books, but I'll also just read for fun too, because sometimes we don't allow ourselves to do that. Yeah. I also, um, I guess I'm a pretty positive person to begin with. So I'm, there are days, we all have those days, but I try to be grateful. I go to bed grateful. I wake up grateful. I, uh, I, I like I said, I do my read, reading. I, I like when summer comes around the Buckeye State because I'm outside a lot. I'm sitting on my patio. I'm enjoying a cold beverage. I'm on my motorcycle. Um, friends, you know, I have a good network of friends. Uh, I, I guess I write, you know, that helps me. Um, there's just a lot of different things I like to do. But as you can tell, most of them are actually non-insurance related. But yeah. also, which is important, right? Important perspective here. But how I keep up too is when I go to the conferences and mm -hmm. I'm surrounded by high energy people and I get ideas and we get to talk and we feed off of each other. And I come back and I'm like, I'm ready to, I'm ready to kick it. I mean, I'm yeah. going, I'm just going. And so that helps me too, because then you don't feel like you're so alone anymore. True. As we discussed earlier, it can be very isolating, you know, especially yeah. if you're an owner, you know, because you've got a lot more responsibilities. And, right. And you, and you so, can always talk to people about what you're oh, going through, what you're thinking, you know. So it's good to be able to have that community of other owners that are going through the same things and that understand what you're talking about. Because you can't go talk to, you know, a CSR or a producer or, you know, anybody else. Even, you know, it, I mean, you have your dad to some degree, but even then... Mm -hmm. You know, I don't, I don't want to, I mean, cause my dad's around too. He's, you know, semi-retired similarly, but I, you know, I don't, I don't want to bog him down with things either. No, 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 no. There's no need for that. Right. But, but in, in any case, so those, those are the things that I do, you know, things that are all, that are all positive. I surround, I try to surround myself with positive people. There was a saying, and I don't, I don't think I'm going to get it right, but you are the average of the five five people you spend the most time or something like that. Yeah. I've heard that. So, Talk five so people, be careful who you surround yourself with, because if you surround yeah. yourself with people who are maybe dramatic and negative mm -hmm. and you know, you're just going to feed off of that and absorb that. So I, I choose people that are not that way. Yeah. You know, the friendly outgoing and um, positive people. And I think that also makes a difference as well. No, I love that. That is fabulous. I think that's awesome. So, okay. So one of my favorite words, and I know that whenever I mention this, people are always like, Oh my gosh, what do you mean? I don't understand. But one of my favorite words is, I mean, you can even look it up in the urban dictionary. It is like a legit urban dictionary. <laughs> word. So, 
want to make sure I bring it to validate. It's legit to begin with. <laughs> it is legit. It is legit. So, um, so one of my favorite words is from uh, the movie Gross Point Blank, and um, it is uh, when Mini Driver sits down I with John. I love John Cusack, by the way. I love him. I love him. He's one of my favorites. And um, she says, what you need is a shakabuku. And he says, what is a shakabuku? And she says, it's a strong, swift, spiritual kick to the head that alters your reality forever. And I love that because I think there's lots of times in our lives when all of a sudden our whole world just goes, woo, like this whole spin. And all of a sudden everything just changes in our heads, you know, for, for whatever it is. And as a business owner, I know that we come up with some of those times and especially Buzz, we're building our career. Maybe that all of a sudden we go, Zoop, no, we want this, you know, or maybe there's like this laser moment where we get this focus or this, um, this, uh, this, this realization, or maybe something happens in our personal life that helps us to, to, to say, oh, okay, well, that's obviously not where I need to go. Now let's go this way. And I think that being really flexible in our life is one of the keys to a really successful happy life is that we're not too overly fixed on one idea we have to be able to kind of ebb and flow and be able to allow it to mold us to some degree so tell me about maybe a, an instant or a situation in your life where maybe you've had kind of a shock of buku or um an, i think oprah calls it an aha moment or maybe something somebody told you or said to you that really changed your life and altered you towards the better to be able to be who you are and accomplish the things that you've accomplished okay so uh, there, there's unfortunately the last couple of years there's too many personal things that I, we won't get into those but i'll talk about the agency so I, i'll never forget this moment as long as i live so when social media was was starting to be very popular so like i said i think i started writing in 99 that's when i started blogging something like that that sounds about right but it's hard or two thousand no 2009 i'm sorry 2000 so social media was starting to become you, you know it was just starting to 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 have life of its own yeah so i i got a little too wrapped up in it and i would actually i know this is going to be funny to some people but i i actually I was supposed to be running this business, right? And paying attention to important things like retention ratio, new business written, can't, you know, those things that you're supposed to pay attention to. I would spend all day, like Facebook, Twitter. It, Twitter was the, those were really the only, and I would go out there and find people in the space and we talk and, you know, and we'd, and some people may think that like, that's kind of what you're supposed to do, but, it, I did it to the exclusion of most everything else. Mm. That's the problem. So then our main carrier uh, and called dad and I to the branch office. Oh, I know, I know. And really? Said, we have a problem here. The production, the production is off. Uh, thank goodness for loss ratio was so good and that always saves you. But we didn't make one of the tier, the, you know, it, it was, it was one of those clarifying moments where it's like, oh my God, they're going to yank my contract. Yeah. You know, they're not messing around here. I need to pay attention. I need to stop this. You know, I was having a lot of fun, blah, 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 to the exclusion of actually running the business. Yeah. And so when we talk about shiny objects. That's a great example right there of where all of a sudden you're so enamored by what you're doing and you're thinking that it's it's serving some purpose at least at that time it really wasn't it, it can now 
but not, I, I totally took my eyes off the prize. You know, I was, I was not doing what I was supposed to do, not even close. Right. And when they brought us to the branch office for that sit down conversation and that DSM is looking at me in the face, I'm not joking with you. That was that moment where I'm like, yeah. holy crap, this, I, th this, I, I, this is going to change. Yeah. You know, I'm not going to jeopardize this. It, 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 yeah, it, that was the, that was the moment, and I'll never forget that. I sit here now, and mm. I still remember the feeling in the pit of my stomach from that conversation. I mean, it right. was it was not pleasant at all. And right. I said, nope, I'm never going to have this happen again, and it never has. That's awesome. Because, because I turned it around and I said, nope, this is what I need to be doing during my days here. This is what I need to be doing. Yeah. Um, now that doesn't mean I go, of course. I mean, but there is a balance to that too. You know what I'm saying? It's not eight hours on those platforms. It's yeah. probably a few minutes here and there to maybe contribute to something or answer a question or do this. But I'm not joking with you. That was a, that was a, a defining moment. That's interesting. I do. I've noticed that like, um, especially in the last six months, I kind of keep social media open, like on a tab on my browser and I'll like pop on over to it like a couple, multiple times during the day. And like people will message me on Facebook and I have, I have noticed the last few months that it's, it's, it's probably getting a little bit out of control. So you're probably speaking to me right now because I have had a couple conversations where I'm like, like my husband's, you know, off work and he's coming home and he's like, so when are you going to be home? I go, dude, I still got a ton of work to do. And he's like, well, what do you mean? And I'm like, I'm not going to be home for like at least another hour or two. And I realize I have, I have really started realizing, especially like in the last uh, six weeks, mm -hmm. probably, especially since uh, innovation 20 that, um, that mm -hmm. I, that I, I do need to start really giving that a certain space in my time yeah. and letting, making sure that I work, work the rest of the time. Cause in my mind I can do both cause I can multitask, but I really, I'm finding that it's way too much. Multitasking is not a real thing and it doesn't work. I mean, right. I hate to break that to a lot of people, but it doesn't, you're never that efficient. Nobody is. <laughs> oh, come on, Carrie. Oh, I'm sorry. I, I don't mean to be a downer, but I mean, I, I live this every day of my life. So I'm well aware. <laughs> right. <laughs> right. I just, my, my, my mantra in life is keep it real. Yeah. That's it. What you see is what you get. So that's there it is. It. That's why we love you, sweetie. That's why we love you. <laughs> Well, Carrie, if people do want to reach on out to you, how will they be able to ask you questions, maybe reach on out to you, and maybe be able to uh, just kind of connect with you? How would you like to be able to have people maybe uh, connect with you on your end? So I'm actually probably too easy to find, um, <laughs> but that's just the way it is. So if you go on Facebook, uh, it's under Carrie Galvez Reynolds. Uh, you can find me that way. And uh, my, the website for the agency is galvezinsurance.com. And there's email address on there. I mean, there's a phone number for the office. Um, I, I'm, I'm on, I mean, I'm on Twitter too. I mean, I'm just, I'm. Like, well, you're, you're I'm on Twitter crazy. too still? You're still, no, I haven't done Twitter. Yeah, I, I'm not as active on there. That was my first love. And I still yeah. love Twitter. I'm just not on there nearly like I used to be. Again, how many hours in the day do yeah. you have? So you, you just, it's not like I'm actively prospecting for clients on there. I don't really use it like that. So. Um, but I'm, I mean, I'm very, very easy to find. Now, like I said, whether that's good or bad, I don't know. But <laughs> if I can help people uh, in the industry, I'm, I, I do my best. Yeah. Because maybe, maybe they'll, um, maybe it, where it took me five steps, it may take them two steps. 
or it took me 10 years, it might take them five years. Uh, you know, we all, we all have to help each other because if we want this great industry to continue and thrive, then we all have to support each other and help each other out. Absolutely. And I think, and I think that there's, there's a, there's a, a balance that I think we need to be able to achieve in the insurance industry as well of the male and the feminine energy as well. So I'm excited that you are along that path with me to be able to help um, guide and mentor maybe whatever the word is um, other women in insurance as they develop their career, their dreams, and um, really making their own impact in the insurance industry. So Carrie, mwah. Thank you so much for joining us today. I truly so enjoy you. And uh, this is Teresa again with the, Ster with the Sterling Insurance Group. I'm actually out of Plano, Texas, but this has been the Power Women in Insurance podcast. Thank you everybody for joining us today.